of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. From a dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio, this is No Butts About It, and I'm your host, Josh Butts. Today is an exciting day because we are one day away from the 2022 NFL Draft out in Las Vegas. This is a big day for a lot of college students as they potentially will be going into their future careers starting tomorrow. We've got a lot of first-rounders to talk about, but that's the thing about this draft. Um, It's pretty wide open. The last couple years, we have known who the first-rounders would kind of be. We knew what order they'd go in, and everything kind of fell pretty expectedly. But there were a couple shakeups, a couple uh, trade downs, trade ups into the draft. And uh, I think we're going to see that on steroids tomorrow, especially because nobody seems to know what's going to happen, even the insiders. So uh, this is the first year that, in a long time that I can remember, that a quarterback hasn't been seen as definitely being the first rounder it's the first time in well i guess 2017 uh miles garrett was up there but still i mean you still had guys like baker mayfield who was a heisman winner that people were looking at but this year um with aiden hutchinson and trayvon walker Uh, Both being defensive players, they're currently who people are looking at for the first overall pick, and it's still not decided. I mean, last year everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be the first pick. The year before, everyone was certain Joe Burrow was going to be, and Chase Young was pretty certainly going to be the second overall pick. Uh, This year, it's wide open. Nobody knows who is going to be the first and second pick. Even last year, Zach Wilson was pretty much determined to be the second overall pick. and um, People thought Mac Jones would be third overall, but I think apparently even Bill Belichick knew that uh, Mac Jones wasn't going to go third overall because he waited for uh, Mac Jones, ended up getting the guy he wanted, and Trey Lance went to the 49ers. So uh, what we've got is we do have some teams that are looking for quarterbacks, but they're just not those guys that you normally hear about. They're not the Burrows, the Tuas, the Macs, those big names. They're not 
what uh, everyone is focusing on this draft, but they are important. So that's what I want to focus on first. And then we're going to go into some more Debo Samuel stuff regarding him and the Jets. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, who we expect to be taken by what teams. Uh, at least in those first five picks. And that will also kind of be covered with the quarterbacks as well. So starting off, uh, obviously a lot of teams got their guy in free agency. And they're not going to need a quarterback or they're just going to wait another year. But there are a few teams who I have marked as needing a quarterback or they've said they're probably going to go for a quarterback. And um, I think the Steelers will probably go for a quarterback. I know they just signed Mitch Trubisky, but I don't think he's the long-term answer unless he just has a heck of a season this year. I think he's probably a short-term resolution and they may be looking for their guy if he's there. Um, Jared Goff, again, with the Lions, I don't think he's their guy. They have two picks in the first round. I would not be surprised if they use one of them on a quarterback. Also, uh, Daniel Jones. The Giants have till next week to decide whether they're going to pick up his fifth-year option. They haven't yet. I definitely will not be surprised if they don't pick up his fifth-year option. He hasn't shown a lot of promise since he was drafted in 2019. Um, A lot of people were surprised he was even drafted. I've seen online where a lot of Giants fans don't even like him. Um, Definitely hasn't been helped out a lot. His coaches haven't helped him out. Um, The whole organization has just been ran pretty poorly. Uh, They have barely any salary cap, and Saquon has been going through injuries. That's just been killing them, too, so that doesn't help. Uh, But, yeah, Giants have till next week to extend Daniel Jones, and if they don't, or if they're not planning on doing that, uh, they will probably pick up a quarterback in this draft. They also have two first-round picks. Uh, The Seahawks traded Russell Wilson to the Broncos, obviously, in that blockbuster trade that we talked about uh, about a month ago, um, maybe a month and a half ago. And they ended up getting Drew Locke, who was another 2019 draft pick that the Broncos had made, and now he's the Seahawks' starting quarterback. But I won't be surprised if they pick up a guy, because Drew Locke showed potential, but he was never consistent. Again, he always he usually played backup. He didn't really get a chance as a starter. He did for about a season, maybe half a season really. But I'm not sure that the organization and the locker room were ever really behind him, and that makes a huge difference. But um, Pete Carroll's a really smart head coach. He's been around the league a long time. He's the oldest coach in the league. Uh, he knows football really well. He's been to multiple Super Bowls, so... He'll make the best decision for the team. I'm sure him and the GM are talking, and they know what they need. But I would not be surprised if the Seahawks, with that ninth overall pick, go in and grab a quarterback. Um, The Falcons have said they're going for a quarterback. Like, they haven't 
even tried to hide it. The Falcons have said that they are going to try to come out of this draft with a quarterback. Now, they have the eighth overall pick in the first round. I don't know if that means that they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round, though. They may be looking at guys like Matt Coral or, uh, not C.J. Stroud, but um, Desmond Ritter. They may be looking at those guys and hoping that they fall to the second round, those guys that aren't being talked about as much. And Desmond Ritter might. But Matt Coral is definitely, he's been gaining some stock uh, as it comes to his uh, draft placement. A lot of, he's moving up a lot more. But what's important to remember, and I should have said this from the get-off for those of you who don't know this, but this is a chess match. All of the GMs and owners and head coaches are playing a chess match right now against each other. They want... Um, the other teams to think they're going to do something that they're not going to do, or they're trying to build alliances so that they can get the guy that they actually want and make their rivals make stupid decisions and make trades that they didn't even need to make to get the guys that they feel like they want. So there's this huge chess match going on. So we don't always know what to believe because some of these GMs could be purposely putting out information that isn't true, so that their rivals or other people who want a player go for someone else and that allows their guy to fall further down the draft board where they want him. So um, maybe the Falcons don't actually want a quarterback, but uh, the GM has said that they want a quarterback. Marcus Mariota is their current quarterback after Matt Ryan went to the Colts. They uh, signed Mariota to the Falcons from the Raiders. And so Mariota will seemingly get his second chance, even if they do draft a quarterback, but uh, we will see. And then Sam Darnold has been told by the Panthers that they will likely also go after a quarterback and that he should expect to have to compete for the starting position. Doesn't surprise me. Um, Sam Darnold kind of got his... He did get his second chance uh, in Carolina after they moved on from Cam Newton. And uh, he didn't really perform well. Uh, They even brought back Cam Newton. And it was still... Sam Darnold just wasn't the guy he was supposed to be. He was drafted in 2018. Uh, played for the Jets for a few years, and then moved on to the Carolina Panthers, where he he broke his collarbone. I believe I believe it was his collarbone, but still, even before that, his performance just wasn't what they were looking for in a quarterback. And maybe they feel like they can get a better guy out of the draft. So, all that being said, looking at those teams and looking where these quarterbacks are ranked, um. So, the Lions have the second overall pick. That being said, I don't think they're going to use their second overall pick on a quarterback, especially not in this draft, because a lot of uh, the mock drafts, a lot of what is being said around the league regarding what insiders are saying, the GMs are saying, and again, this could we don't know what to believe, so this could be completely wrong, but I would be very surprised if they use the second overall pick on a quarterback. Um, but 
I think the Lions will use that on Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon Walker, whichever one of them the Jaguars don't pick up. I'm going to guess the Lions end up with Aiden Hutchinson. But, again, the Jaguars are split on who they want. So, I'm not sure if the Lions even know. Their plan is probably to just grab whoever the Jaguars don't out of those two players. That being said, they also have the Rams pick from the Matthew Stafford trade. So, they have the 32nd overall pick. The very last pick of the first round. The very last pick tomorrow night. So... If there's a quarterback still left up on the stage, if one of those four quarterbacks, Malik Willis, uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, Desmond Ritter, you know, or uh, Matt Coral are available, they could grab a quarterback still. And that would maybe hurt people like the Falcons who will wait till the second round but still want a quarterback. They could grab him in that very last first-round pick. Guarantee that they get both their guys that they want. That's not necessarily what's going to happen, but I could definitely see that happening. It would be a smart move. Um, Jared Goff could start this year, maybe work in the new quarterback. Still have him on a first rounder. You'd be guaranteed your guy. I don't know if they want to trust that he'll fall again, depending on what they're hearing around the league, depending on what movement there is. Also, This is just the draft lineup as it stands right now. Tomorrow afternoon, they could move around all over the place. There could be all sorts of trades. There's a lot of teams saying they want to move down. There's teams saying they want to move up. I think the Cowboys are working really hard to push up into the draft lineup. So this could be completely different tomorrow. The order of the people drafting tomorrow night the draft starts at 8 p.m eastern standard time so there can be stuff going on during the draft and before the draft that just could mess this whole thing up for me but right now as it stands the lions have the second and 32nd pick i would not be surprised if they use the 32nd pick on a quarterback most likely desmond ritter or matt coral um the next person, the next team to have a pick is the Giants, and they have the fifth and the seventh pick. So again, if they are deciding to not extend Daniel Jones another year, they could use one of those top ten picks on a quarterback. And uh, really, everyone has Malik Willis going sixth to the Panthers. So if the Giants wanted to. They could snipe him at the fifth pick, screw the Panthers over, so the Panthers have to get someone else, and then the Giants get to pick right after that again. So the Panthers might just go best player available, get a guy that they didn't really want or aren't sure about, and then the Giants could still get a guy that they wanted with that seventh pick. So that would be really interesting. Um, Again, that's another hypothetical That could completely change around. Um, They might even trade their pick, one of those picks, um, if they decide to go with Daniel Jones again, since this is a weaker quarterback class, or so they say. Um, That being said, after that, like I said, the Panthers have the sixth overall pick. Um, most Most mock drafts have Malik Willis going there. 
like I've said, I personally think that Kenny Pickett is the better quarterback, but um, a lot of people are worried about the size of his hands. He has small hands, which means ball control could be an issue. And then Falcons have the eighth overall pick. Like we said before, they want a quarterback, but I don't know if they are going to use it in the first round. They may wait for Desmond Ritter to fall to the second round and then grab him. And then the Seahawks with the ninth overall pick. Again, they could just wait a year. Drew Locke has shown potential. Maybe new scenery will help him. Um, That's always a possibility. And then all the way down at the 20th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So all these other teams have a top 10 pick. And the Steelers are all the way at the 20th pick. However, I'm not too worried about that because uh, a lot of mock drafts have Mitch, or not Mitch, um, Kenny Pickett going that 16 to 21st spot. And I really don't see the Saints grabbing him. They're the 16th pick just because they've just re-signed Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston showed a lot of promise last year after his eye surgery. Uh, he tore his ACL, unfortunately. So maybe they go with Jameis another year. Worst case scenario, he has a bad year. This isn't a strong quarterback class anyway as they're reading it. Um, so maybe then next year, if things don't go as planned, they go for guys like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, who are more promising quarterback candidates. But I would not be surprised if any of those teams grab a quarterback but the order I think it'll probably go, as I've seen what the rumors are, is Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Matt Coral, Desmond Ritter. With um, Malik Willis going in the top 10 to either the Giants or the Panthers. Kenny Pickett going later on, most likely to either the Seahawks or the Steelers, if the Seahawks even pick a quarterback. And then... Uh, Desmond Ritter and Matt Coral. Oh, De- Matt Coral could go 32 uh, overall to the Lions. And then Matt, or not Matt Coral, Desmond Ritter being the only quarterback of those four to be selected in the number two or the second round. So we could have three quarterbacks go tomorrow with one just being that last pick. Obviously not the first overall pick like they usually are. That's just my own personal opinion. However, I mentioned earlier that a lot of uh, trades rumors have been going on. A lot of teams talking about trading up. A lot of teams talking about trading down. So, that being said, we're going to talk about the big trade, which is um, that Debo Samuel is still out there. And Baker Mayfield is still out there. So if one of those teams doesn't get a quarterback, they could easily go sign Baker Mayfield, especially an AFC team. I'm sure he would love to maybe go see the Browns in the playoffs and then knock them out. But um, Baker Mayfield is hes still on the Browns technically, but the Browns guaranteed him a lot of money, so they're probably going to want to trade that contract. I think Baker has a lot of leverage there. But Debo Samuel, it says, is likely going to be a New York Jet by the end of all this. Now, the New York Jets have 
a quarterback already. So they're not going to be interested in that. And uh, he, Debo Samuel going to the Jets makes a lot of sense because he said he doesn't want to be a running back anymore. And Michael Carter was a rookie last year, but he showed a lot of promise. And I think if he can carry that over this year, um, it'll be very promising. Also, uh, they've said that Mechie Becton is also on the trade block. Yes, so the the uh, Jets have, in their first round, they have the fourth overall pick. So that is easily tradable. Definitely going to be tradable. Um, but Mechie Becton being on the trade block is also a big deal. Um, so I asked Stan the Jet fan uh, what he thinks about the Debo Samuel Mechie Becton case. So... He said pros for trading Becton. That was Becton had a terrible injury and missed the season, was only supposed to be out four to six weeks. Debo Samuel could help our offense, which used a lot of trick plays and was somewhat successful with them. He could push us further. That is true. Robert Sala loves the trick plays. Debo Samuel, being the versatile player he is, would help that a ton. Uh, another pro is despite getting more receivers around Wilson, Denzel Mims had a disappointing season. Corey Davis seemed to stall at times and didn't play like a wide receiver one. Debo Samuel can add a lot of movement and help open up other receivers. That's true. He can also play both positions. Um, even if you're not using him as a running back as much as he was in San Francisco, uh, he still has that threat. The against for trading this this trade, which would probably consist of the fourth overall draft pick, maybe a few others, and probably a player. Uh, there was a rumor it was Elijah Moore. I doubt they trade Elijah Moore. Probably Mackie Becton. Becton is a beast. He's one of our best linemen and is looking like he might develop into a great piece. While our interior line is looking better than it has in many years, our tackles are questionable at best. It seems silly to throw away our most promising tackle. And it seems reasonable to give up more picks for Debo instead of Becton. So Stan, the Jet fan, is more of a fan of trading picks for Debo than trading Mechie Becton. Um, that I can understand that. I mean, you know what Debo is going to do. If you have Debo, then you know what you're getting instead of trading away a potential bust out of a draft, or they could also be a potential star. It goes both ways. You see it every year. But that is what Stan the Jet fan said about the Debo Samuel, Mackie Becton rumors. Um, again, that is something that could happen tomorrow and just blow the whole draft board up. Uh, that fourth overall pick is something to be coveted by a lot of teams. So if the 49ers end up back in the top five, who knows what they're going to do. Also, um, it's a weird draft in my opinion. The O-line and the defense is just killing it um, as far as drafts go. A lot of defensive ends. Both of the top two pick guys, they're both defensive ends. Um, we've got Sauce Gardner, who's probably the most taught third most talked about guy in the draft that I've seen behind Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. Sauce Gardner is a corner. He's a stud. A lot of teams are looking at him, hoping he'll fall to their spot. Um, Bengals is definitely not falling to the Bengals. They have the 31st overall pick. 
but this O-line is so deep. Um, there's a possibility that Tyler Linderbaum is available at the 31st overall pick, who I personally think would be great. He's a center. We need that O-line strength. We need that O-line depth in case someone gets hurt. So that would be great. If he's not available, I think we just go for a safety to get some safety depth since Ricardo Allen was injured. Uh, or not injured. Ricardo Allen retired. And we can put a safety and get some depth and then also replace him on special teams. So we've had a ton of trades happening this past free agency that were just wild with Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, Russell Wilson, all those things we've talked about. Tomorrow is where it's going to get really wild. Tomorrow, I'm sure people are going to be surprised as what happens uh, there are going to be teams trading into the first round, out of the first round. There are going to be players on the move. Uh, Baker Mayfield might get s- traded and signed somewhere. Debo Samuel's probably going to get traded tomorrow and signed. So uh, tomorrow's plan for our show is I'm going to record fans of the different teams as they draft people, ask how they're feeling about that pick, Um I've already talked about them. I'm going to try to have a mic set up in the draft room so that you can hear live reactions. Uh, We'll see how that goes. If the audio is crap, I'm just going to throw it out. Um, But that's the end of today's show. Uh, Tune in on Friday, and then I'll have uh, all that stuff I just talked about up, and we'll talk about the first round of the draft. Uh, Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at nobuts underscore show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Like and share with all your friends. Good day.